podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Why? Here's why. Hello and welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. This is Ross McLeod. We are here at the first show of the Discovery Hotter and Hell Tournament. And join me today, man recently made his pro wrestling debut, probably known better from what culture, Sky News, the Miller Report. He's all over the place. Simon Miller. How you doing, man? You alright? I'm no, good. No one knows me for the middle of it. Nobody. <laughs> me. That's it. The rest we can do, though. The rest of us, they're fine. How you doing, mate? You alright? I'm not bad. Just a wee bit nervous, so you'll probably care about this. I'm an idiot. I'm a jackass. You don't have to worry about it. So we'll start this show the way we start most of our shows. It's why do you love wrestling and where did your passion come from for it? And why do I love Well, I love wrestling because it's ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean that in a positive way. Like, I mean, we were talking, I was talking to uh, Alan, the guy that runs the Discovery Wrestling Shows on the way here. And you were talking about ideas that I won't want to share here. But some of the ideas he was coming up with were really creative and different. And I even said to him, you could only do that in pro wrestling, right? And that's why I love it. And I know that sometimes people go too far in the wrong direction for some people's tastes. Yes. But I think the fact that you can do that in wrestling, yeah. you know, like, I get, I get the whole debate around... Uh, invisible hand grenades, <laughs> but it makes me laugh. And I like the fact that there's that option. Uh, and you know, it all started for me again. It's like I think people, a lot of people tell the same story. I was flipping through channels, I saw a man in pink, uh, pink and black trunks, and straight I was like, Who's this guy? I don't know what it was, but there was just a fascinating quality about him. There's a kid I was drawn to. And then you see the moves, you see the larger life personalities, the superheroes, and that was it. I was absolutely hooked. And here we are, you know, 30 years later, and we're backstage. A wrestling show in Edinburgh, and you know I'm on the I'm on the card, which is just you know it's wonderful, it's wonderful. Swinging around a bit, you never know how it's going to go. Exactly. So you're unfortunately injured at the moment. Can you just tell any of the listeners that don't know the extent of the injury, uh, what happened, and how long you're out for? Yeah, uh, it does suck. It does. So right now I'm stood to you here talking with at least a broken collarbone. Um, what we don't know is any of the damage that's gone on in there. So I had an MRI scan two days ago. I get the results in four days as I'm saying these words. And then we'll know if it's a situation where I can recover naturally, uh, naturally by myself or if I need surgery, which is what I really don't want to do. Uh, and it was just at the Defiant Ringmaster show that happened about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was taking on a gay kid. He gave me a big lariat. Colbert just broke. I mean, he probably could have given me... He just left his wrestling, right? Yeah, you, you don't know how these things are going to go. It's really unfortunate and it's uh, unlucky to a certain extent, but I don't believe in luck, so we, <laughs> so we won't say that. My goal right now is just to get back. It's all part of this stupid journey I've been on. I've always called it a journey, as ridiculous and cheesy as that sounds, but injuries are part of that. Yeah, so now exactly. I've got to dust myself up and somehow get back in the ring as soon as I can. So unfortunately, it is an injury early on in the journey, but speaking of the journey, you first announced July 7, 2016, that you were going to start training to be a wrestler. Yeah. You, you said in the video North of 30, so what was it at that, they got you into wrestling at that later stage, was it something going on in wrestling at the time, or was it a case of, it's now or never, I can't even not do it? It was, it's more that one, it was, I've always liked wrestling, even when, before we had this British boom, yes. I would still go to leisure centres and, you know, try and watch as much as I could, because I just love pro wrestling. So it was more a now or never thing, but being particularly vague too, I'd gone through some stuff in my own life. And I come out the other side of it and I sat down and I go, right, what do you want to do, Simon? What is something that you feel you'd like to achieve? And the, the one that kept coming up was I want to be a pro wrestler. Not well documented. It's not the first time I tried. Tried a couple of times in my 20s. Just didn't have really the mental capacity to, to, you know, to get that thing down. And this time I was like, no, no, I'm going to push through this time. And I'm going to de- get it done. And yeah, north of 30 is a fair, is a fair <laughs> statement. Uh, not massively north of 30. I mean, it's like I'm 40. I'm not in 40. Well, not in 35 either. But my point being, it was... 
yeah, now is the time to do it. And I thought, even if I try and don't succeed, I've already succeeded because I tried. Yeah. I know that's positivity bullshit everybody else. But I like it. That means something to me. And right now, injuries aside, it was going, it was going okay. So, yeah, it really was. If you want to do this, Simon, don't wait any longer. Just do it now. No worries. So, you trained at the Al Snow Academy. Yeah. So, you got to meet Al Snow, and I've got to ask because... I could not help myself if I met him. How hard was it not to start a head chant? Uh, it's pretty, it's not hard at all. He's a pretty, he holds himself in a certain way where he kind of commands respect, yes. as weird that may sound. So after the first time he walked through the door, I think everyone was a bit humbled and, you know, yeah. it, it, not in all, that's a bit too much, but disrespect, just massively, massively respect. But I also think, I don't know really well, but obviously I've met him a few times, I think he'd probably grin and laugh if he did that. He's got yeah. a really good sense of it. He's just a really good guy and an incredible trainer. I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for Elsno. There's no two ways about it. He was instrumental in all of this because not only did he believe in me, but he helped me get over humps and all, all kinds of stuff. He's just a, yeah, he's brilliant. Brilliant. So you made your debut. It was pre-announced. You were going to be in the No Regrets Rumble. Yeah. So... You can see in your face how... Yeah, too much. Yeah. <laughs> too much. <laughs> I, no, I, I just laugh watching it because you can see it's like a kid in a candy store. You're, yeah, everyone says that. You don't know how to react to it, and it is just... You can tell... Just put it in words how much it meant to you. Oh, it's, the, it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, in hindsight, probably could have played that down a little bit, but like you said, it wasn't anything I planned to yes. do. I hadn't really got any plan. I was so damn nervous. That was just, you know, people talk about they love genuine reactions. Yes. That is a genuine reaction. So whether it worked or didn't work, at least it was real, man, right? So I think that's important. And it is the best thing I've ever done. Even if something had happened and it meant I could never wrestle again, I mean, I'd be devastated. But just having that moment alone, it's not enough, obviously. But I could have, it would have always, it always going to mean something to me for, for as long as I live. Like, it couldn't have gone any better. Don't get me wrong. I could have done a lot better. <laughs> I watched that shit back. I know what I did wrong. But that's not the point. Yeah. In terms of the experience, yeah, it was just the best. And, and, and no one ever take that away from me. And that means a lot. So, yeah, I smile too much now. I've got to work on that. But I'm a smiling guy. So well, I think, obviously, you got the big pop for the hometown Newcastle crowd. It was, they know you as the positive guy, the, the Y guy on yeah, what yeah, culture, yeah. as you did get slagged a wee bit, feel like some blonde pain Pachita near the end <laughs> of the other one there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think everybody knew you as the pot smiling guy. So it did kind of play in. It wasn't just a some guy on his first show. That's true, yeah. There was people that they knew. Yeah, so, I, I think that helped too. But I do admit, <laughs> I don't think you ever see a wrestler smile <laughs> So what's the reaction? Because obviously... When Defiant started as WCPW and you had the likes of you and Ross and commentary, you had Jack and Jack and Adam as you know it was demo against Joe Henry, but they were sort of the focus point, and that was a criticism of the early days of WCPW, the the YouTube guys on it. What's the reaction of Defiant locker room been to you coming in as a wrestler into the product? Well, in terms of from what I've experienced, it's been nothing but mm -hmm. uh, just supportive. And yes, I think the thing is, I think if I just waltzed in. Yes. But like I could be a wrestler now, even I would be like, what the hell are you doing? Yes. But I think a factor that a lot of people, a lot of some people seem to forget is I have trained for this. Like, yeah. I did, you know, I started in July, it's two years. Yes. I take it very, very seriously. I could have debuted way before I did, but I didn't want to, because I wanted to be as good as I could be. I understand you don't really start learning until you're actually wrestling, but that's yeah. what I wanted to do. I wanted to show the respect. So behind the scenes, I couldn't have asked for, everyone's been awesome. Everyone's been just supportive. I think it's because... Because it was documented, I think they saw this isn't just some guy, this guy means it, right? He wants to try. Yes. And everyone's a fan first. Everybody comes from it from a different point of view. And maybe I came to it later in life and I focused on what was, I was focusing on other things. 
uh, before then, but I don't think that should, I don't think they understood this too, I don't think they should take away from anything. So yeah, everyone has just been, I mean, it couldn't have been any better, to be honest with you. It was just, uh, yeah, the support and everything I've got there has been awesome. And again, the experience they've all given me and the way they've gone out of their way to help teach me, is yeah, I can't say thank you to them enough. I really can't. Yeah, that really does answer the next question as well because you were put in the ringmaster tournament, like unfortunately they're injured. Yeah. Uh, you were in a feud with Gabriel Kidd, who's been there since day one of WCPW. Same again, basically just, is it positive reactions for everyone there, just in case they know you have trained, you have put your work in. You're yeah. not, you're not, I'm sorry. not, honestly, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I'm sure there are a few people out there that just see me as some YouTube guy that wants to be a wrestler. Um, and if that's the case, so be it. But if that, is, if that is the way some people are thinking, I would hope that if they chatted to me, and I'd, I'd rather they didn't think like that way because it's not how I'm treating it at all. But like, I'm not an idiot, right? Some people are always going to think that way. There's always going to be a certain judgment. Uh, people are going to always make their own calls in their head. But the bottom line is that's not the case. I treat this as seriously as I treat my YouTube stuff. I do the YouTube stuff because I love it. I do wrestling because I love it. And if the two combine, then why not take the opportunities that come? So yeah, some people may think that, but you know, you can't control other people think. So what will be, will be. I think it's mere just asking for a chance to prove yourself. Exactly, like not. everybody else, right? Everyone, exactly. Like where you come from, everybody, I think, deserves that chance. And hopefully, I just pointed myself. I was proving that that was the, that was the case. So we're here at Discovery Wrestling. Obviously, you're maybe here. Many people could argue because a certain Blue King shot. No, 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 no. That's why. That's why I've come. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not mince words. I've come to have. The, go- the boy wanted to chat over Twitter, and I'm like, no, 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 let's chat in person. That is why I'm here. So, we did get a wee comment from him. He said, you're in the wrong industry, you're playing a game you ain't going to win and just not very good at. You're lucky I've spent my time on you because you're not shit. Right. But, so, would you like to give a... Yeah, okay, a- well, as I keep saying to him, maybe if he focused more on him than he focuses on me he'd probably be a bit happier in his life, right? Because at this point, you could argue, maybe he's a little bit upset. Maybe he's a little bit jealous. Who knows? Oh, no, that's all I'm saying is, but unless he's been studying every one of my matches, which I don't believe he has done, it's just words. And also, tell him to stop talking like he's in a poem. Talk like a real person, you idiot. But look, that, I don't know that guy's problems. I don't know what the guy's problem is, but that's why I'm here, right? He can tell me to my face and we'll see what happens. Even with a broken collarbone, I'm still happy to go have a chat with that guy, which I will in about, what, three hours' time or whatever. So he also had a question for you. Again, his words, not mine. Why do you feel you deserve to swagger in an industry that people would kill to be a part of? And secondly, what are the top 10 reasons you feel honoured to be allowed to work with me? Well, that's, a, that's the first list ever. There's no entries. Zero. Zero entries that list. But this is the thing. He keeps focusing on this, why do you think you deserve? I don't think I deserve anything. Yeah. I don't think I deserve anything. Hence why I went and trained for two years and learn it's like everybody else does. You've got to start somewhere. What does it matter what my history or my past is? And that just seems to be what he's he's overly focused on. But no one deserves anything. Even if I have worked hard, I don't deserve success. Success is a is an intangible quality, I mean a quality of a thing that you don't know it may come, it may not come. However, I deserve I mean we chatted earlier, right? I deserve my opportunity in my shot like on Doesn't mean it's gonna go anywhere, doesn't mean that it won't go anywhere. But I think he needs to stop worrying about that and realise I have put the work and I have put the time. Much as I did with all the YouTube stuff as well. I didn't just walk onto what culture one day. I was doing it kind of like wrestling on smaller channels and learning and learning. And that's what I'm doing now. That's what life is all about. Unfortunately, I think because he's still a child, he doesn't understand that. But again, that's why I've come to Discovery, to teach a moron a lesson. <laughs> so that's pretty much why I'm here. 
Fair enough. Again, Lou, if you're listening, your words were not mine to Simon, and his words are not mine. I, I'm an impartial. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just know. Just, uh, we've got an interview coming with him soon enough. So good. I'll listen. So, obviously, we talked about the positive reaction and the the crowd pop from uh, the Newcastle fan base. What is the sort of reaction you're expecting from tonight's crowd? Booze. Booze. Yeah. <laughs> Because look, let, let, I'm, I'm not. I don't. I don't live in a. I don't live up my ass. Right? I like to think that I'm very self-aware, and I love what I do. Uh, I'm very passionate about it. However, I completely understand outside of the realms of the fine, which obviously is a very what comes skewed audience. A lot of people can just see me as that fucking YouTube guy, and that's fine. It's absolutely fine. You know what? I am that fucking YouTube guy, and I love being that fucking YouTube guy. So if someone doesn't like me because of that, then you can boo the shit out of me, and that's fine. So that is what I would expect, and then if I do get that, that's all good, man. Like I, I live for me, I don't live for anybody else, and if I'm going to get booed out of a building, I will lap every second of that up, but that would be my guess, yes. So we'll wrap it up just with a couple of quick-fire questions, just personal choice. So we've got Rock or Austin? Austin. See, this this is why I don't know what to do this interview. <laughs> no, we did a, a Stone Cold show, and... It was me and one of the other panelists, Alan, and we are the biggest rock fans ever. And it's just like, remember when he beat the rock twice? Like, shit it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, night in, night out. In. Night in. Cody or uh, Kenny? <laughs> I guess it's Cody. Controversial. Obviously, you've met him. You worked with him in the early days. He could just be a lovely man. He's a lovely man. He may just won me over. Seeing as you're a gamer, Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation these days, it's fine. The Xbox one drives me nuts. Favourite wrestling pay-per-view of all time? I mean, I would say WrestleMania 17, but I won't. That's boring. <laughs> so I was going to say, I always get the year wrong. I think it's SummerSlam 2014 when Brock took on CM Punk. Is that, is that No, 2014 was Cena 2013. Was... Sorry, I always get it wrong. Every time I get it wrong, that I, one. I, I always get the NATO champions mixed up with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I do. Because 2013 even Daniel Bryan won as well. Yeah. Uh, and then Randy Orton. Yeah, all of that. I, loved, I was there live for it as well, which helped massively. But yeah, all of that was just nice. brilliant. <laughs> so, favourite venue you've wrestled at so far? The uh, Students' Union in, in Newcastle, just because of the reaction. Mostly nice. that was just, yeah, blew my mind. Trish Stratus or Lita? Trish. Trish. Favourite tag team currently? The B team. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they make me laugh in the right way. Yeah. I'm not saying they're the best, but I enjoy them a lot. So, yeah. Favourite team of all time? Tag team. Yeah. Heart Foundation. Nice. Biggest inspiration? Bret Hart. Favourite wrestler of all time? That would be Bret Hart slash Don't Call Steve Austin. And just to finish it off, in fact, no, Quacky will kill me if I don't push you for one. And it. You've got Simon 316. Oh, I put out the Simon 316. That's only because somebody else had Simon Miller. And when Twitter started like 10 years ago, I thought that'd be funny. If I had known, I wouldn't have put that there, but it's there. No, anyways, yeah, but Bret Hart. Bret Hart's first man at all. So. See, I've got one Ross McLeod, because there's a guy, Ross McLeod, and he never tweets, so I reported it, hoping it would get the account deleted. <laughs> and since then, some bot has taken over it, and it's just posting about pills subscriptions okay. and magazine subscriptions it's just like no you don't yeah, need that yeah, name straight yeah. <laughs> point but I like it I look like a stupid super fan but hey I'm a super fan so it's right there's nothing yeah, I would be a fan and just to finish off are you taking this journey day by day or do you have a long term goal or aspiration 
my long-term goals and aspirations are just to be as successful as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Again, I always get asked the question, would you go to WWE if they ask? Of course I would, because who could say no to that? Exactly. You'd be crazy to say no to that. Do I think it's going to happen? No, not necessarily, just because of I am, you know, not no spring chicken. But I, I, I'm not bitter about that. I don't mind. Yeah. But to me, it's just about being, I'm in competition with myself. That's how I see it. And as long as I can get to the end of this and feel like I challenge myself as much as I could, then I'm going to be a success in my own head. There are things that I'd like to do, like win a championship, of course, who hasn't you know, done that in their pound, pretend, you know, picked up a whatever and pretended. Of course, I'd love to do stuff like that, but ultimately, I just want to get better and better. I want to work as much as I can, which sucks with this injury. And hopefully, I can just make a name for myself within wrestling and we can take it from there. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not like I said, I like to think that I'm, I'm aware of what's going on. And I'll, yeah, I'd be happy just to take it. I mean, it's a bit of both, take it day by day, but I focus for the long term and I want to be as good as I can be. And just to wrap it up, do you have anything, any shows come up? Anything well, I do. On- I, I have loads of shows. <laughs> no, I mean, I will be at the Battle Pro show, uh, John Goes Live, on Friday the 10th of August. I'm not wrestling. Uh, I will be in Darlington on Sunday the 12th for 3CW. Not wrestling. <laughs> I, I did have matches, but alas. And I will be at the Stack Show, uh, Defiance Stack Show, August 26th, I believe, in Manchester. Again, I'm not wrestling. So I don't want anyone to think there. After that, I'm going to Vanish for a little bit just because I need to heal. And also, I want to get back to wrestling, and the best way to do that is to heal. But they're the bookings I have. Genuinely devastated. I can't do what I was meant to do, but I'm still going to be there. I believe that's the right thing to do, and I want to do it too. And then, yeah, hopefully, we can get started again. Fair enough. And just any Twitter plugs or. Yeah, well, Simon Miller 316 on Twitter, Instagram. I do have a YouTube channel, The Miller Report Rules. You can watch a lot of nonsense on there. And of course, yeah, if you want to see my face, just go to What Culture Wrestling. And all my nonsense is there from more reviews, Smackdown reviews, editorials, why nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Good sign. Go subscribe. <laughs> no worries. Well, that's going to sort us from here. We're going to go enjoy the first show of the Hotland Hell series. So we'll see you soon on Super Life Retweet. Yo, it's your boy Shug D out here swag surfing in Scotland. And when I'm doing my thing, I like to think I do it in this order. It's eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Let me run that back for you. It's eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Remember the order. Listen to the show. Now you know. It's Shug D for the 99 Podcast Network.